0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Womanist Bible Talk, a podcast for womanish Bible readers and friends, where we engage stories about women in Scripture from the perspectives of contemporary women of color from different walks of life and various socioeconomic backgrounds. I'm Vanessa Lovelace, an Old
1: Testament scholar. And I'm Gay Byron, a New Testament scholar. Our intention for the Womanist Bible Talk podcast is to broaden our listeners' knowledge of stories of women in Scripture beyond what's usually heard from pulpits. So we redeem the reputations of women such as Jezebel, Delilah, and Mary Magdalene, who are often represented as bad girls of the Bible. And we introduce other women who have either been nameless or hidden, Behind the men in the biblical stories. Thank you for joining us.
0: scholars, Gay and I have advanced degrees in reading, analyzing, and interpreting biblical texts in their ancient languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek in our case, and in their varied social, political, and historical contexts to help our students and readers understand the ancient world of the Bible and how it is used in contemporary discussions and settings in the church and beyond. Gay, let's talk about the podcast and how it came about.
1: Sure. Sure. The idea for this podcast began with a collection of essays we published in 2016 about women in scripture, and this collection is titled Womanist Interpretations of the Bible, Expanding the Discourse. Based on our experiences as professors and church leaders, we found that Black women and other women of color have long desired access to stories of women in the Bible where they could see themselves and then make connections to their lived experiences and cultural perspectives. So we assembled a number of women biblical scholars who work with both Old and New Testament texts to contribute biblical interpretations from their various social locations. The volume was well-received, and widely read in academic circles. However, based on our use of the book with church audiences, the general feedback was that the heavy academic jargon and content put the volume out of reach for many persons involved in practical ministries. Ironically, the very persons who were the initial inspiration for the book. And also we learned that even when the book was used in community settings, by the time we left the room or the class was finished, there was no way for any sustained follow-up or deeper study of the content that was presented.
0: So this led us to talk about creating a Bible study resource to accompany the volume that would help define and clarify the themes and womanist approaches to reading scripture. Unfortunately, with our work responsibilities and career changes, we had to put this idea aside until I became eligible for sabbatical leave. I suggested to Gay that we could use my sabbatical to work on the project. When a colleague at work asked what I was doing for my sabbatical, I told her about the resource guide. She said, you don't want to do a study guide. You want to do a podcast. Students prefer to learn about course content through digital resources rather than through reading a book. I agree that this might also be true not only for seminarians, but for anyone who might be interested in learning more about women in scripture. So here we are, excited to finally come together to produce this podcast.
1: So this podcast brings the essays in the volume to life through the voices of the actual authors. During each episode, we will interview one of the contributors about her essay and ask the following questions. What attracted her to the biblical story she focused on? What most surprised her while writing the essay? And what she most wants readers to gain from her interpretation? I am so looking forward to having these candid conversations With our colleagues to learn more about their research process and also what motivated them to write their respective essays.
0: Gay, we've been talking about the purpose and format for the podcast, but many of our listeners aren't familiar with the term womanist. What do we mean by womanist interpretation?
1: Ah, I'm so glad you asked, Vanessa. The term womanist was popularized by poet author, and activist, Alice Walker, and her widely acclaimed 1983 publication, In Search of Our Mother's Gardens, Womanist Prose. So womanist is derived from the term womanish, a term rooted in Black folk expression and used to both describe and attempt to inhibit female. Adolescent behavior that was strong, outrageous, and inappropriate for a young woman's age. As in, you acting womanish, like a woman, too grown. Now, although Walker writes in her four part poetic definition in the book's front matter that a womanist is a black feminist or feminist of color, she adds, that womanist is to feminist as purple is to lavender. To acknowledge that although the two are in the same family, their differences are not solely about race, but rather are rooted in the organic ways that U.S. Southern Black women exemplify responsibility, capability, spirituality, and strength. Yeah, this was the 1980s, and more Black women were
0: entering seminaries, divinity schools, and universities to earn master's and doctoral degrees in religious studies. But as they engaged in theological reflection with their Black male and white female peers and professors, they found that neither the Black Theological Project nor a feminist theological framework fit their research interests. Walker's definition of womanist resonated with several of these women who chose to appropriate the term to frame their theoretical approaches to their projects. Mm -hmm. Bringing it up to the 21st century, our book, Womanist Biblical Interpretations, is the interpretation of Scripture through the lenses of our lived experiences and context Mm -hmm. as Black and other women of color for ourselves and the communities we read the Scriptures with. We reject the notion that there is only one right way to read scripture, where quote-unquote right is often from the dominant culture's view or the perspective of the normative, uh, as Audre Lorde said, Western, white, Protestant, wealthy, thin, heterosexual male who doesn't represent most of us. (laughs) Instead, we often uncritically accept that perspective as correct to our own detriment womanist biblical interpretation allows women and girls to see themselves in the biblical stories for life-giving and life-affirming outcomes.
1: Ah, yes. So it is our hope that this podcast will offer a more inclusive corrective to some of the issues that we have raised about mostly male interpretations of women in the Bible. We also hope that you will be inspired to explore the many possibilities for women reading scripture from their own social and cultural contexts. Thank you to our Womanist Bible Talk audience for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word on your social media platforms or by word of mouth with others who might be interested. And also check out our book, Womanist Interpretations of the Bible, expanding the discourse on Amazon.com and other book distribution outlets so that we can keep the conversation going.
0: Thanks for listening to Womanist Bible Talk, a podcast for womanish Bible readers and friends, hosted by me, Vanessa Lovelace,
1: and Gay Byron. Music is composed and performed by Denman Turner Entertainment Group. The podcast cover artwork is Woman with Her Own Garden by Merlan Jean Gilles.
0: Support for this podcast was provided by the Louisville Institute Sabbatical Research Grant.